sorry, gang. It's a little later than usual. You know, we're both single parents, and it's just hard. It's harder. A single mom who works real hard, <laughs> who loves her kids and never stops. <laughs> a single mom who works two jobs, who loves her kids and never stops, with gentle hands and the heart of a a Reba song about a single dad who loves his kids and works real hard. I can be, uh, men can be survivors too. Okay. (laughs) Hashtag no tall men. (laughs) I just, you know, I want to say it's about time that uh, men get noticed around this culture. Oh yeah, okay. (laughs) Speaking of men getting noticed, we've got to jump right into Golden Bachelor. We're going to try to keep this one tidy because we have to work and take our child to dance. Yeah, uh, and it is late. I had to go back to old Shreveport. <laughs> Speaking of keeping it tight, let me tell <laughs> y'all a story. Let's uh, do a little sidebar here. I had to here. go back to Shreveport, Louisiana to help out with a family garage sale. Uh, it was a good thing that Ryan wasn't there because there was all sorts of stuff that he would have loved to give as a white elephant gift. It would have been my whole Christmas shopping would have been done. All of it. I mean, that stuff you're paying for, though, so it's not quite as good well, as we left, trash on the road. We left some stuff out on the curb. That so I would have hit up. Oh, you man. You could have grabbed a old mildewed pool float. Yeah, and you get a pool float. Merry and Christmas, you get Corey. a pool float. <laughs> I should just start sending her presents every year that are things I found. on. The, I don't know where she lives. I don't know what she does. I <laughs> I told Ryan I have a new theory about this. Did you understand that reference? No, not at all. Right, despite it's a being a massive Friends fan who cannot shut up about Friends, I did not understand this Friends reference at all. There's an episode where Rachel is they're they're at the coffee shop. Oh sure, Central Park. (laughs) It was that one episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now (laughs) I remember what you're talking about. And Winona Ryder comes in, which is funny because I think that's also someone who appears on Ross's list of... Oh, you're right. Because he's like, she's local. Right, yeah. He axes her, or he axes Isabella Rossellini for Winona Ryder. There's a similar thing I saw, which I don't remember the episodes, obviously, but they were talking about how like Joey and Chandler love Die Hard, but then one of them dates Bruce Willis, not one of them, Rachel dates Bruce Willis. Yeah. 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 And they just seem, yeah, totally fine. Nothing weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like this makes no sense. Okay. So So Winona Winona Ryder comes in, in not as herself. A college friend of Rachel. Okay. And when she leaves and she's like, Oh, we have to get together. Like it's a, she's a sorority sister of Rachel's and, and um, when she leaves, Monica's like, is that the one? And Rachel's like, yep. And she, Rachel tells this story about how when they were in college that she, they kissed. Oh. And she is like, um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember how the exact episode unfolds. But what eventually happens is like Winona Ryder, Winona Ryder's character is like, that never happened. 
And because everyone's like, oh, Rachel's so straight laced. Like, I can't believe that she kissed a girl. Right. And Rachel's like, it's not a big deal. But you can tell, like, she's like, this is the one story that I had. Uh-huh. That was like where I was like crazy. Right. Where I did something fun. And yeah. so she like eventually confronts Winona Ryder about it. And she says, she's like, listen, this is the only story that I have where I would like, like let go and did something wild. Like you, I know you remember, like, tell me that it happened. And Winona Ryder is like, <laughs> I think about it every day. Yeah. Like, she's <laughs> like, I dream about you when I'm sleeping with my husband. Of course, I remember our kiss. I think about it all the time. So my new theory okay. is that Corey not only remembers this white <laughs> elephant gift exchange, but likely has been stewing on it for the last, what, 20 years? 25 years. 25 years. More or less. Yep. Uh, based on her tone, I don't think that that's true at all. Because I she also like, didn't really respond like to Corey's much else. Contact yeah. info. I was like, hey, how you doing? And just crickets. So, yeah, she's not That's interested. it. Because she's like, <laughs> I can't engage with this guy again. Like, I've finally gotten my life back on track. And here comes Ryan Weber. Well, you know, as someone who likes to draw friends parallels, the parallel I thought you were going to draw is when Chandler... Is dates Julia Roberts again, and I don't remember the series of events, but somehow he's wearing her underwear in the bathroom, and he's like, I thought you were over this, and she's like, ask me how you feel about this in 20 years. See, I know some friends stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Some of us have seen the Central Perk set in real life. When we watched a filming of Friends. That's a true Friends fan right uh, there. You and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> well, he wasn't there for that. He didn't do Was that. Was Tia or Tamara? No, they didn't go. They had their own show to film. They yeah, can't go watch like, other sitcoms. The, yeah. <laughs> they're busy. Those, all of us with our Hollywood lifestyles. You know how it goes. All right, let's do these shout-outs. Okay. We said this was going to be short. Well, this is Amy. She says, catching up on el- episodes, had no idea White Elephant was distinct from Dirty Santa. I thought they were the same con- concept, but maybe different regions use different terms like pop versus soda versus Coke. Amy, I'm really not interested in your message. What I'm interested in is what is this Kelly Taylor photo that you are using as your uh, picture of... What, what do you call it? Your like profile, your profile pic. picture on None Instagram. of us can see. Well, you, it wouldn't mean anything to you anyway. No, it wouldn't. But or the viewer who can't see. Clicking on it and listen, listener, dear okay. listener, Amy has a picture of Kelly Taylor from 90210, and it's a screenshot, and she's saying, anything but that. And I don't know what this is from, but I'm. it's got to be, it's definitely 90210 era Jenny Garth. Um, Kelly, please let me know what the significance of this Jenny. This, are you Jenny Garth? It must, she might be Jenny Garth. Yeah. Anything but that. Anything but that. All right. Well, that's very nice. So it sounds like more people weighing in on White Elephant. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I used to say pop, but that sounds stupid. Oh. So I say soda. All right. Well, I got a very nice Gmail indeed, which first said that they would love, this is Sarah, that they would love for you, Anna, to release extra content of me making an ass of myself on Patreon. Every time you do this, I think that I got that message, but it's because you sent me a screenshot of that message. Yes, because it's so nice. Then she said that she loves the two of us in the podcast, that she started watching The Bachelor in 2020 to get through postpartum depression and the pandemic. 
and podcast has been my favorite accompaniment to this god-awful, wonderful show. And then she also says there's some nice stuff about her and her husband. She says, my husband is a blue-collar, younger, slightly more attractive version of you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, right. Blue-collar and younger? That doesn't sound like Ryan <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, that's why it's a different version of yeah. me. Slightly more attractive is the thing that I balk at. <laughs> no way, Sarah. He's a, I am a slightly more attractive version of him, but that still means that he's quite all right, let's recap this show because our child has to be at dance in one hour. And these dance people are not forgiving about tardiness. We did not think that we were even going to record this week because Ryan teaches all day on Tuesday, except for this small window. I teach all day on Monday. And so we were kind of just going to let this one go out with the wash. But then I watched it last night and I was like, I have some stuff to say. First of all, fuck John Henry. Okay. Well, are we going straight to paradise? I mean, well, let's no, very no. briefly recap Golden. Yeah, yeah. Well, the yeah. whole point of that was we don't. I didn't take any notes because okay. I didn't think that we were going to podcast. Okay. And I believe your notes are probably minimal, as they always are. Uh, four pages of notes for three hours of TV. So that's minimal. Yeah. So point being, we're probably going to jump around and maybe just hit some hot spots. Call us House of Pain because we're about to jump around. <laughs> <laughs> so get down to seat and jump around Jump around Jump around Alright, so let's do Golden Bachelor first We usually don't hit women tell all, all that hard I just had a couple of general comments I mean, obviously the big shock of the season Is that Faith got sent home All your money was on Faith You went to Vegas no. and you put $20,000 on not. Faith Please play the tapes Rewind and play the tapes I'm not going to actually go and Bring do out that. the receipts But the listener, I, you said Faith No, I said Leslie and you said Well then I'll bet my money on Faith Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was backwards no but, i said okay, leslie okay. I, I have always been all leslie. right it is a matter of public record i'm not gonna go back and look it up but the listener is remembers. i will i will okay Don't worry. all right yeah, yeah. we'll put um, it in next time i have poor Teresa. she's not even an option what if Teresa <laughs> well, wins now. what if she wins it all wild yeah that would be a surprise but yeah faith goes home i mean i would have i would have bet twenty thousand dollars in vegas that Teresa goes home so they didn't say this as much on the show, but I read some stuff, i.e. I saw an Instagram post mm -hmm. that basically said that Gary in visiting Faith in the hometown date, it became clear like she wasn't leaving and he didn't want to move. Right. And that that was basically the sole factor in... In uh, sending old Faith back yeah. to the ranch. Which is fair, because she's like, I've got Take a horse. Take her out to pasture. This <laughs> well, lady's done. She already has a horse buried there. So she was like, I'm not going to leave. I mean, it was very clear. Though, I mean, I know Gary's got like his family and shit, but that looked like a pretty cool ranch to no, live Gary on. No, Gary built that house overlooking a lake right before his wife died. I know, but uh, then you're going to live in your wife's dream house without her? Yeah. Okay. That's uh, the theme to Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yes. Did Gary uh, murder his wife? No, we're, no, we're not going to suggest that uh, anything foul happened the like it does in Rebecca. The husband didn't murder the wife. No, the wife... No, what, what happened? I read this book. 
though. Yeah, you accused me of taking yes, your copy of it. I sure like, did because I wrote it. No. Is that my copy of Rebecca? I read it in high school like a million years ago. The so. wife murders the husband. No, the husband is alive. He marries Rebecca. Or he no, marries, Rebe- but someone is dead and they don't, in, in a sunken ship. Is Rebecca the wife or the new wife? Rebecca's the new wife. Okay. Yes. Are you sure about that? Yes. I'm sure that Rebecca is the new wife. You're not so sure? This is know. exactly what we said about keeping the episode <laughs> yeah. tidy. Welcome tidy. to our Rebecca podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast on <laughs> Daphne DeMore. Do we remember the basic plot of the book, Rebecca? No. <laughs> um. Anyway, right. uh, I did... God, how uncomfortable was it when Faith and Gary were both just like openly weeping? I know, that In was each other's arms. Intense, Yeah. Are you looking up the plot? I am looking at the plot of Rebecca, yes. (laughs) So it's a widower marries a young woman. Um, Rebecca. Rebecca. Oh, no, Rebecca is the original woman. The original wife. Rebecca's Ah, the wife. Manderley. Yes, so Rebecca made the house her own. How will Maxim de Winter's shy new bride? Oh, that's right, because the protagonist is unnamed. Last night I dreamed of Mandalay. <laughs> that's right. It's very symbolic that the protagonist has no name. Yeah. I forgot about that. I knew that. Well, you didn't I knew know. that. You didn't, though. I you... did know. I knew it was in the yeah. past tense. I did not know that five minutes oh, ago. Welcome I knew it. to being married to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to being divorced to me, too, yeah. because, you know, it's really not much has changed. Nope, I still don't know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, when um, those two, like, hug and weep, I mean, that is, like, an intense moment. I. Oh, what, you're, they're sad. I don't like Gary. I'm sorry. I just, like, I I don't think that Gary should have said I love you to Faith with her whole family sitting there. Nope, absolutely not. I think that he, that that's a bullshit move. Well, he was like, I wasn't loving you in that moment. Do you think Gary is more Ernie or Kermit? I think it is Ernie, but I there's like shades he's of Kermit. Ernie in the voice, but Kermit in person. <laughs> but that's true because I feel like Kermit is like kind of an asshole, but he tries to act like, hmm, it's not easy being green. Oh, sorry, Ooh. Piggy. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> singing about the rainbow connection, being a dick. <laughs> I was in love with you in the moment, Piggy. Look, it cuts both ways. Okay. So the fact that we get like a more mature bachelor and that we're praising Gary for like, Showing more like wisdom, and uh, I think I feel like we've given a lot of compliments to Gary for being older, wiser, Mm -hmm. more mature. Sure, as the bachelor matures, so (laughs) do we mature along with him. I also feel like that means that I don't have to be as forgiving when you do do dumb shit. Like, Gary should know better. I I totally agree. You should know better than to say I love you to two, now three women. Because Teresa's getting in on the action. Well, um, I totally agree because we would judge a 25-year-old for doing this. Yeah, and we and do. Gary, well, and Gary should have known better. So, yes. And even, I found his excuses to be weak. I found, yeah. Weak yeah. sauce. <laughs> I feel like I created something with you to destroy it in a moment. Yes, um, you did, Yeah, Gary. you did, Correct. Gary. Yeah. And yeah. even when a 25-year-old does it, I do feel like I'm inclined to be like they're 25 they got swept up in the moment okay but like no gary 
You you promised that you would guard Faith's heart. You might as well have gotten a tattoo that said guard and protect time. At least Casey would do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was we. I mean, they clearly have strong feelings for each other. I have in my notes, this is shocking. It is. When she gets cut, yeah. Uh, my general comment you was, could hear the audience, oh yeah, like, there was like, I guess like when, uh, there's like a murmur through the courtroom, Whoa. It was like, <gasps> there was a collective gasp It's like in when the audience. Uh, Mr. Brady drops that yes. briefcase <laughs> and the guy turns his head and it was all a scam. What? Clever. Yeah, that Mr. Brady, you can't pull one past Mr. Brady. Not past Mike. Mm-mm. So yeah, my general notes that were that these women were more mature in the women tell all like. There wasn't nearly as much like crosstalk. Like half of the usual yeah. women tell all is just unintelligible crosstalk. Well, even like they didn't even bring up Kathy versus Teresa, and that was really the only thing that could have been like, well, Kathy, what what did you mean when you kept saying zip it? Oh, they did bring that up, but ju- but just I feel briefly, like not in a way yeah. that was like instigating. Sure. Well, and Kathy was like, you know, I could have been a little more delicate. Maybe we both should have should have zipped it. Um, and that she like truly Kathy. only wishes everyone the best. She's wearing her white pantsuit. I, I like Kathy for president. How about uh, Susan getting that Chris Jenner shout out? Oh, yeah. Uh, could they not do a better job, though, than just holding up a phone and filming that phone screen? <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so poorly produced. Uh, but I thought that was sweet. Do you think that fart was real? Sandra's fart? Yes, I do. (laughs) But I think she was playing it up. I think it was a stage fart. (laughs) Well, then it wasn't real if it was a stage fart. No, no, I mean she was like when someone like sneezes extra ridiculously. That's you every time you sneeze. But that's just my life. That's just me. Oh. Uh, But yes, I do think that was real. Because um, Jesse was like, Sandra, I'm impressed. Jesse yeah. Paul, I don't, I, all the men on this show are just <laughs> scratching me the wrong way. <laughs> They're getting my hinkles up. Oh, your but... hinkles are way up. All right. Do you want to talk Bachelor in Paradise? Cause you got some things to say. I mean, I, yeah, we can. I, I have some, some bones to pick. Okay. Some things to say. Pick these bones. Nothing else for women tell all. I don't think so. I think we got it. It was shocking that Faith left. Gary and, and Faith were sad. Susan looks like Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner acknowledges that. I did enjoy the general camaraderie of the women yes. tell all. And I feel like they were all really proud of themselves. And they should be because they... Like, as they said, they broke some boundaries and they made some history. And I thought that the women all um, just like held themselves with a lot of poise. Yes. They, and they said this. Not just the poise that they were wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. You were really working Uh, on that one. Working your way towards that one. Yep. Um, I really, so one of them said this show is also about hope and friendship. Like they really seem to have that theme even more than usual. Yeah. Like this is also about our journeys and learning that we can find love again, which is well, yeah. true. Cause like 25 year olds are just out there looking for love. These people are like trying again. And so it's a different journey. And I them. liked how a lot of them were like, this actually made me realize again that I really do want that. Right. Like I think that much more than the typical season, this is also like a journey and a discovery for the contestants. Which I think is ironic that they had such a like positive response to it just because I actually feel like it would be easier to feel not negative about the whole thing, but to feel a little like 
um, did, what's the word I'm looking for? A little bit, a brain fart. That's a Sandra brain fart too. (laughs) Discouraged. But instead I feel like they were more hopeful than some of the regular age, some of the younger age (laughs) contestants. Some of the normies. Some of the younger contestants. I think it can be like... going to file an ageism complaint. I think a lot of times you get the sense from like the regular season contestants that it's like a very harrowing experience. Yes. And I don't feel like these women seem to have that. Other than some severe gastrointestinal issues throughout. I mean, this is the most you know gi heavy double season we've had speaking well, of there's which there's your segue that's i'm segueing right now sam pooped, pooped everyone that's like my national night yes to have someone come on a national tv show and be like anna pooped no this is like this is as bad as a nightmare where you're like naked giving a speech. Like this is the equivalent of that situation. Honestly, I feel like it's worse. Yeah. For someone to, to a known personality to uh, talk about my bowel movements. Well, I feel like that's a, that's a little bit of a stretch called Jesse, a known personality. I mean, a, a television figure. Let's say that <laughs> he's a figure on television, but yeah, she pooped. Honestly, I wanted more of that drama since they built it up so much. Well, but I feel like you, I asked you what happened and you were like, eh, not much. Are you kidding? Like everyone broke up and got new partners. Rachel is with Tanner now. Brayden got left at the Rose altar. What the fuck happened with that? Like, what's your theory on that? On why Brayden, why... Um... What's her face just goes home? Wait, what? Hold on, hold oh, on. Oh boy. Let's okay. let's go oh, back. Ryan so I doesn't didn't remember think, unless it's in his notes. I didn't uh, think that what's her face goes <laughs> home. Yeah, I, I don't remember what's she her came face la- going She home. wasn't. Well, I don't remember her name because she wasn't on the entire Becca. episode. Becca. Yeah. And then then she just leaves. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Like what happened? What happened? With that. Yeah, I don't know. They go on this like hot and heavy date. Yeah. Brayden's all in, but then when they're like, "Where's Becca?" He's like, "I haven't seen." all day <laughs> see i remember this what i don't remember is what's her name going on. becca well i said brayden brayden's girl that wasn't quite enough anyways yeah i have no idea i think she just kind of freaked out but we've never quite seen that of someone self-eliminating she, in like, this way acted like she was following jesse down the yes. path and then she and just, then like ran yeah. away this is like didn't you have relatives who like they had a nanny go with them on vacation and she like left out the you window in I the did. middle of the night you yeah uh, that's kind of like this. It's like if Becca could have escaped without anyone noticing, she would have done 100% it. 100% she would have. She would have like sawn a hole in the floor. But I'm very dissatisfied with the like very surface. Like I just feel like they're all like, well, there goes Becca. Right. Yep. Like what the She's hell? She's gone. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I guess Maybe is that like... just what happens when you go on a date with Brayden? <laughs> well, but Bray- Brayden like gave up on this thing with Rachel that was great and pure and adorable. Right. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, I feel so bad for Brayden. Fuck Brayden. Yeah. And you know what? I, I will be so it will be a top 10 disappointment of my life right behind this marriage okay if nothing comes to roost of john henry and cat screwing over everyone and i i really i just need that to you need implode. some vindication for that where I does do. our marriage fall in disappointments top five probably yeah 
I'd have to think about yeah, it. We'll think about it. That'll be a separation anxiety mm. episode. Yeah. Um, I did not like this at all. John John Henry is foolish. It's behind my dad eating that hot dog. <laughs> well, that's dog good, day. at least. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. That might be number one. That hot, my dad eating that hot dog on hot dog day is my Roman Empire. <laughs> One of my top 10 disappointments for sure is that the cliffhanger on ALF was not resolved for years. <laughs> but it was resolved. It eventually. was eventually resolved. Well, that's all you can ask for. No, I had to wait. I was a child and I, <laughs> ALF was. Once I was a child. ALF was taken by the U.S. government when his Melmac ship was supposed to pick him up even though he didn't know there were survivors from Melmac, and then the government nabs him instead, and then we have to wait 10 years for a Martin Sheen TV movie to explain what happened. I love it that they were like, we've got the audience. Like, this audience will wait 10 years, and you know what? They would. <laughs> well, I think the real problem was they ran out of money, and uh, they canceled the show. <laughs> cost too much. Yeah, to make this puppet. Uh, but yeah, I agree. John Henry is foolish. Here's what bothered me about that situation, too. Olivia repeatedly is like, he's just such an amazing human. He deserves someone really special. No, Olivia, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's making a dumb choice. Like, he himself was like, I treated you disrespectfully last night. I didn't handle it the way I should have. And she's still like, you're just such a great guy. Come on, Olivia. I know. This is like a classic, like, girl smitten by a guy. And she's like... Uh, she's giving him all the power. In fact, she flat out says, she's like, I'll just be here waiting for you, no, which is the well, least. Yes. See, this is no. where we concur, yes, I think. I do agree with yes. that. Yes. Yes. That's think, like Jesus, Olivia. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, it gives two. No wonder he didn't pick her. Like, yeah. it was stupid. Because Olivia, yeah. I'm finding more and more charming as this Me season too. goes but on. I, but she should have just been like, all right, best of luck. Yeah. Best of luck with that. Yeah. Enjoy Cat for a day and a half. Yeah. Also, Cat sucks. She sucks so bad. She's so annoying. She's not going to be fun. Like when he's like, you're interesting. Like, no, is you know, she? you're not. Like, what has Cat ever said that's interesting? Yeah. I, Literally nothing. Certainly not talking about making out with tongue. That is not something oh, interesting that she said. Did she want tongue in yeah, her Yeah. I don't know I if you've heard not. that. I had not heard that. Brand new information. That is brand new information. God, she sucks. <laughs> I honestly, the I think that there's this little enclave, Kat and Kylie. I'm going to throw Mercedes in there too because she's always tagging along. And I think they just suck. I think Kylie's super boring. I think Avon sucks. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm disenchanted with... Um, with this season's paradise. Call me not Taylor Swift because I am not enchanted to meet you. <laughs> I'm not enchanted to watch you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, Kat is just, and you can tell she's like, I wore my butterfly clip because I'm about to spread my wings, not my legs. Jesus. Maybe. And then, and even like, I'm disappointed in Blake just going back to Jess willy nilly. Like, no, Jess. And then Jess was making out with Tyler, and we're all just not acknowledging that that was a thing, right? Like Tyler and Mercedes are, you know, I'm not buying what anybody's selling. (laughs) 
I'll buy what Olivia sells when she says John Henry's a diver. He needs to evaluate the situation because you're approached by creatures all day long. <laughs> that was pretty clever. Again, Olivia's do, a great Olivia narrator. Olivia has grown on me. Yeah. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. She deserves better than John 100% Henry. 100% she yeah. does. How about Blake saying that he wants to press the green light with Jess? What does that mean? Press. I mean, like, it's, and she's like, great go like green light he's okay. gonna green light he, but it. he's gonna press the green light i don't know it was just like it was a strange that's what he phrasing. calls her clitoris <laughs> <laughs> gonna press this green light green means go green means go meanwhile tanner's kissing everybody he kisses davia genevieve rachel and then finally but though he's like rachel and him are talking and rachel's like what do we do now and tanner's like probably make out and then they kiss like one time and then tanner leaves but he picks her anyways i've i i'm here for tanner and rachel i feel like that could work quite well actually oh it makes sense i just thought that uh rachel and um and uh brayden were so cute together sorry our daughter is calling right now wanting to go to starbucks and <laughs> when we're going to leave <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I agree. I feel like Brayden was that the relationship that I wanted Rachel to have. But then you see, well, that's why you don't date a guy that wears yes. clown earrings. Yes, no, it's true. I mean, again, he's a perfect day and a half paradise boyfriend. Yeah. How about uh, Wells being like, let's do a truth box. Oh, look, there's a note in here. All right, I'm over the truth box. Yeah. It's too contrived. It's too, and it's like, oh, someone says that John Henry should meet at the hot tub at midnight. Like, oh, what a coincidence. It's midnight Who right now. Was it? You better go. Who could it be? It's lucky that I opened this truth yeah. box right now. You know, this always happens where you stay a little too long on vacation and yep. you just want to go home. I've hit that point. Yes. I'm like... None of you are funny. You all smell bad. Mm -hmm. I can smell you through the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I was excited that Michael showed up and I like him. I like, he's very smiley. Mm -hmm. I like him and Olivia together. Um, but that's about it. Well, and you know, they set a cliffhanger. Do you think Michael is taking Olivia on this date? Yeah. Okay. Cause he pulled, he pulled Kylie. Afterwards. Oh, Kylie's not going on this date. Kylie's with Avon. Yeah, but if he asks Kylie first and then asks Olivia, she would say it's that. heartbreak city all over again. Population <laughs> Olivia. Welcome to the heartbreak <clears throat> beach. <clears throat> yeah, I'm not the only one coughing loudly around here. Yeah, you are. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, do you have anything else you want to say that's super important? Um, I'm working just from memory, uh, straight from memory. No, I don't think so. No, the only thing that I want to add is that it's still Kat's birthday. I was born three months too early. The doctor gave me 30 days. But I must have had my mama's will and God's amazing grace. I guess I'll keep on living. Even if this love's to die for Cause your bags are packed and I ain't crying You're walking out and I'm not trying To change your mind cause I was gonna be The baby girl without a chance A victim of circumstance The one who ought to give up But she's just too hard-headed A single mom who works too 
against me I just play a different game My roots are planted in the past And though my life is changing fast Who I am is who I want to be The baby girl without a chance A victim of circumstance The one who ought to give up But she's just too is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.